Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. My talk, 107.1, everything entertainment. Oh, Megan Trainer is Bradley Trainer's cousin. Yeah, that's Oh my gosh, I didn't know that. Oh my gosh. Okay, Usually she's too big for... The yeah. family, well, but good for her. Did she perform? I wasn't there. She's down from her, uh, you know, latest tour. No, we're not related at I was all. I say, did you bring up the fact that her name's different? Yeah, spelled it's different? totally. Okay. Spelled. Thanks, kidding. Mike. Fine, we're not oh, related. My God. It was a joke. He want us to have any fun? <laughs> you know, servers have a hard time making money. Mm-hmm. I've been one in my life, and it is hard work. And not only that, the thing that stressed me out is that there are so many other people making a full wage who are behind the scenes that contribute to I am the front facing person. It all depends on me. And the the tip, if it's not good, if the cook screwed up, if the bartender screwed up, if the hostess triple sat me, all of these things go into how I serve the table. But it's all Based on me and uh, my tip suffers if one of those things are wrong. Too many, too many things going on, but I suffer if the tip tip is bad. Yeah. So I really try to tip like even if it's bad service, I tip twenty percent because I know the person isn't making a full minimum wage. You guys know that, right? They don't make minimum wage. Yeah, it's a lot less. It used to be two dollars and thirteen cents an hour when I was a server mm. thirty years ago or whatever. You know, so um, what is the story about people thinking now, you know, my opinion, <laughs> tipping is out of control. So there is a story that I read um, where the headline simply came across is tipping getting out of control. Many consumers say yes. And I instantly reacted to that headline thinking tipping is out of control of all the issues that I think about when it comes to my restaurant experience. Tipping, first of all, I don't understand the actual words of the sentence is tipping out of control, meaning people are just tipping too much, said nobody ever, right? Whether you're a patron or whether you're an actual restaurant worker. Um, So then not only do I not understand the question, I don't understand the context, like who um, out of control for whom? Right. Like, again, we think that restaurant workers are being paid too much. Well, When you read the actual story, what you learn very quickly is there are some people that are bummed because they have to select no tip when they're doing a digital transaction for something that asks them for a tip. For example, you go to a restaurant, you know, you swipe your card or you hold up your, you know, card on the little Uh smart thing and it goes, you want to add a tip? And for example, I'll just tell you right out the bat, if it's like 
like if I'm going to get coffee and I get like a latte or a frappe or a hoodly do tip, I will tip, right? Because that required, you know, the work. If I get great service, I'm going to tip. But maybe sometimes it's just a black coffee and I'm in and out and I don't tip. Or, you know, like the moral is, or the, the, the response is, I make the decision. And I'm perfectly fine making that decision. I think there are times when people go above and beyond and they should be rewarded for it. Most of the time, because to your point, frankly, most of those people are underpaid. And if only we paid people <laughs> a living wage, then they wouldn't have to take your yes. sad tips. Right? Yeah. Who Like, how... It seems like the problem is people have a hard time being asked to tip, right? Like they don't want to be asked to tip because or they then they have, um, they feel bad. Well, no, if they, they don't want to. Maybe like maybe the, in the article, it talks about people feeling potentially, and this is according to an etiquette expert who says like, well, this might be putting social pressure on people to that. They feel obligated to tip when they don't want to. I'm like, well, then that's the issue with that person. Yeah. I don't have that problem. Like if, if you, you know, if you did great service or it's, it's it's a situation where tipping hasn't traditionally been a part of the experience, mm-hmm. then I feel totally fine if it's up to me making that decision for myself. If I it's agree. A, if it's a restaurant, like you better be tipping, number one, but who has an issue with tipping, right? Like that's that to me is not out of control. Did they mention the charge? Okay, that's a different situation. No, but because what are you people. About? Okay, so there are fees added now to receipts that involve. Yes. Now that mm, is not a that's part a of what whole the server separate gets. conversation. Okay, I just didn't know if that was included in this because people get confused that that is going to the server and no, it don't is even not. Get me started. So that is a separate thing that the restaurant is choosing to do. Do you know what a friend of mine? She does so well that I was like, oh, that's a great way to do it because to your point, there are a lot of times now these fees that get added on you're like i don't know is that the tip mm-hmm. and you know like the best thing to do is to ask the server and then like what she will do is say how much of this are you getting yeah to know then what she should be tipping right right like if there's some sort of added i don't fee. know what those fees or charges are called well, i like wish i could sometimes... because it started during covid and it was like a for like health care for health care yes so, so that uh, you know they are basically Putting that fee onto the customer, I would rather them just up the charge of the I need meal. someone to explain to me just, why. Just up your charge, that- your charges for your meal, because I don't care if it's nineteen dollars or twenty four. I'm going to pay it. You know. Yeah. Well, and and I'm curious what the argument is for doing that. There must be one because people are doing it. Meaning, yeah. restaurant owners think that it's bet they're better putting that fee separately. Then, Maybe they get some type of a kickback if their books say that they put it separately or if they have to. Like, these are my expenses. It has to be some type I of would, a tax situation. It could be that. Or I would imagine, and feel free to call and share yeah, with us you know, the knowledge. If you know, know, we should have just called, you know, Stephanie March. But, <laughs> right. but I wonder if it's also a matter of, you know, it's you don't want to constantly have to raise prices so that people, people maybe... It's harder to get them in the door, perhaps with the high prices than versus adding that thing on at the end. But my problem with adding that thing on at the end is that people will think that that's gratuity. Yeah. And it's not gratuity. And just because you're paying that extra amount to your workers doesn't mean that that accounts for my wanting to acknowledge the work they've done at my table. So I don't want you to take away incentives for 
restaurant workers to get tips. Uh, Yeah. Because you can uh, just hear the, Mm -hmm. what kind of adjective do we want to use? Buttholes. Cheap buttholes. Okay. Yeah. Who are like, I ain't paying a tip on top of this. They're like, well, I'm not going to tip as much then. It's like, well, the only person suffering is the person person who's already not making. Who doesn't make minimum wage. It's way, way, way less. Yeah. So, uh, so to me, this whole article was just a hot mess express. <laughs> Who in their right mind said tipping is out of control? Nobody. Yeah. Now, I will say, um, I we looked this up yeah. to see if it was improper or if it's okay for us to do this thing, which is if we order food to go that we're going to pick it up at a restaurant. Oh, that's a good question. What did you I, learn? Okay. The common thing is that you do not have to tip. Okay. Okay. And we don't. Yeah. Because it's just simply putting it in a bag. I get into. Would you disagree, or you think that's cheap of me? Oh no, it's, okay. there's no judgment. I don't know whatever's right for you. I don't want to judge. Yeah. What I will say is, I get into an arg- not an argument, but this is always a conversation at, at our house, mm. um, and we go back and forth. And I've done it, and it usually depends on the place. But mm. I can totally see, you know, I mean, I would to me if there's a question, I would always err on the side of tipping. But I do see your point, like. No if, one is serving my table. I'm just going to pick up the food. Yeah. They just put it in a to-go container, and that person yeah. was probably the cook who makes at least minimum wage. But now with everybody dining out, like, those people are going to make less. But to your point, that's not the server. I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is, Dawn. Yeah. Well. But here's what I do know. Tipping is not out of control. If anything, it's out of control to the point that we should be doing it more. Yeah, that's correct. I do want to also add, just to save some face here, that during the pandemic, we definitely tipped 20% on our to-go orders that we were picking up at restaurants. We actually tipped more because there were people just working their tails off to make that happen and to keep their business open. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think that's a special, you know, situation. But I I always, if you're erring on the side of, like, doing the right thing, I think that's a great impulse. I Mm -hmm. think if... I think there are a lot of people who don't do that work and don't think about those things. Mm-hmm. And they're the, they're, what do we call them? The cheap buttholes? Yes. Yeah, they're the cheap buttholes. I think if you haven't had the experience, which is totally okay, you know, if you've never worked in a restaurant, you're not going to know what it feels like because it's chaos. Well, <laughs> it is absolute chaos. And the stress that you're put through as a server is just not my thing. And you might think that's right or wrong. And you may think the system is set up you know, like wrong. Yeah. Right. Like that, you know, we should, but that's not the way the system is. Like, I don't care what it should be. It's not. So why are you going to shortchange people out there just trying to earnest or earnest earnestly live? (laughs) And also everybody else is complaining, like nobody wants to go to work and nobody wants to show up and do good work. And it's like, here you've got people busting their ass for you and you don't want to tip them. So you can't have it both ways. That's right. Bradley trainer. Cousin of Megan Trainer. It's true. No, she spells her name wrong. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, that's. But great it's actually we... the same name. But and also, P.S. Yeah. The extra that you would spend on tipping a full amount, you blow it in the vending machine. You go yeah. stop at McDonald's you, and get a kids meal for you yourself. You go to Cruz and Chubby's. You do. You. I don't know what strippers. that is. It's a strip oh my club. God! It is not. It is. In it Wisconsin. is. There's. 
there oh, is. My Mike God. knows this because it's right where Mike used to live and work. Correct. Did you Gabby's? have a relation? Did you like? Yes, he had a relationship with. Well, next on the women. stage is Candy. <laughs> no, no, you did not have. You did not. Be sure to tip your. No, um, I did not. No, I never. Cruz and Chubby's is on the way to the Dells, right? It is right before oh the Dells. It's the first exit when you get to Wisconsin Dells. I don't know. I, I don't, don't know about that name. It has a bunch of different layers. You think? Yeah, oh think. Wait till I tell you the names of the two other ones around there. Okay. Can you say those on the, the air? The one I can say, that's just Wisconsin Dolls. Oh, that's cute. Okay. Mm-hmm. The other one I don't feel comfortable okay, saying on the air. Oh, we'll talk about it later. Thank you for erring on the right. side of caution. <laughs> I appreciate uh, it. Well, we're going to cruise into this break. <laughs> and when we return, Dawn is going to tell us about a big cloud in the shape of lady parts. <laughs> what? We'll be right back. My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. We've learned during the commercial break that (laughs) servers, thank goodness we live in Minnesota. Minnesota has so many great things about it. I'm being totally serious here, but they do pay their servers minimum wage. That's great to know. And that isn't a lot of money. So, okay, they deserve those tips. Also, the moral of the story is tipping is not out of control. (laughs) I just reiterate, the headline we were given was yeah. the tipping was out of control. And That's the only right. people saying that were cheap buttholes. You're welcome. Okay, Dawn. <laughs> yes, that is a vagina in the sky. What? Oh, my gosh. Did you see this cloud formation hovering over Turkey last Thursday? What are you talking Thursday? about? A vagina so, in the sky? Th- okay, so this is it's a lens-shaped oh my len- God! lenticular cloud that was supposedly... Sculpted by nearby mountains. It is what very it's uh, hovering over Bursa, Turkey on Thursday. That is a huge people are saying cloud. it wasn't real, but it is in fact real. I'm gonna go ahead and tweet this. So if you haven't seen this, um you can check it out. Wow. I love how the article you link to says a saucer like cloud. That ain't a saucer. Yeah, it's not uh, it looks I mean I haven't mm-hmm. I'm just saying I've seen it I've I mean, that is saucer. not a saucer. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this like... is a large vagina. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we know about Excuse this cloud? Me. So it was hovering over Bursa, Turkey, and um, it was. It is weird. There's the like no other clouds of... in the sky, and then all of a sudden you have this giant red thing. So it, this was. Uh, in the Washington Post, and um, photographs and videos of the cloud have gone viral. Many people took pictures of the image, and it was explained that um, this was over a city of about 2 million people. So the detective work, the meteorological detective work, is that Mount Uldag just to the south, which is um, the foothills around it. It's 8,343-foot Mount Ulag is around. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet... You can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And so they are formed by certain environments, including mountains. So it they it has to have like a perfectly layered atmosphere for these clouds to happen. So this is you're saying this is science making this cloud happen. Yes, it is. Um so it says here that the layers of clouds are separated. But when you have an obstruction or obstacle like a mountain, it has multiple layers and okay. air can be below below can be forced upward interrupting the otherwise perfectly layered environment to have clouds that look normal. So the mountains are causing these okay. vaginas to appear in the sky. Fabulous. It's also, you know, what Lucky I don't them. know, this must have been like during sunset because it's really, really orange. Yeah. And it's just so such an interesting looking cloud formation that I've never seen. It looks like a portal in the sky. Not only does it look like a big vagina, but it also changed Didn't shape you at one point. I want to say that maybe this was aliens? I think it's aliens. Like, maybe it's an unsolved mystery of the unknown, but it's probably aliens or ghosts? Yeah, it totally is. What is that? Unsolved You got there. You got there. It's probably aliens or So the whole reason you brought this story is because perhaps behind the vagina was an alien civilization. <laughs> yes, and maybe that that is a message from an alien community that is trying to reach out to women on the planet <laughs> or and saying really that there's horny a woman men. king. Oh. <laughs> Okay. I mean, I just know straight men, no offense, but. They show other examples of lenticular clouds that were around. That's what these are actually called. Yes. Yes. Um, But what do you think, Dawn? I I think. As the expert alien hunter on this show. There have been so many like weird portals in the sky looking things (laughs) and that they've explained away. That are like, that looks like a portal into a du- another dimension. I definitely think that this is. Okay. So I think that this could be. Is a it portal like sucking people dimension. into the dimension? I don't see anything being sucked into it, but maybe behind those clouds is a large flying saucer. Mm. Maybe the flying saucer doesn't want to be detected and it's so large. I the love mothership. That, I it's love... the mothership. Perfect <laughs> because it's a vagina. I, okay. <laughs> There's so many things happening right now. <laughs> I love the idea that, like, if this alien civilization was so advanced to not only travel at light speed, yeah, that the best way they could cloak themselves is to use a cloud <laughs> that looks like a vagina, because that won't draw any attention to them at all. But they, you can't see the saucer behind it. Yeah, but everybody's going, look at that big thing up in the sky, and versus, like, what if they just blended in, like, with all the other clouds? Yeah, there aren't any other clouds around, and they needed to come down here, and they needed it to be that Bursa day. Bursa Turkey. 
Mm-hmm. That was the only place they could go. They couldn't come to say, I don't know, Minnesota for the last two weeks they knew because we haven't had any sunshine. They could be up there all oh, day partying. It's very sad because of the lack of sunshine. I'm not sad. I'm going insane. Yeah, I know. I'm sitting here talking about vagina clouds. <laughs> it's okay. And I have Just no idea it. why. Just go with it. You know why? Because I'm the only one that said that looks like a big vagina. Okay. Like people were like, oh my gosh, it's a saucer shaped cloud. I'm like, and? No, it looked like a lady part. Yeah. So I think that there's a flying saucer behind it, a big mothership. Okay. And they What's needed, in the mothership? The mothership is aliens. They've mm. been doing a lot of work on us for a long time. The wow. aliens have come and they have they have implanted, they have impregnated what? people and they know what lady parts look like. Human so like, hey parts. guys, I got this idea. Be like, listen, let's, let's just make it a big vagina. Let's go down to planet Earth. But we don't want them to see us. What can we disguise ourselves as? <laughs> I know. How about a vagina? Or maybe they're doing something off to the side, and they're like, let's distract them. Let's distract all the men. What is in your coffee today? Oh, I didn't. I had herbal tea that's been in the cabinet for two years. When? Uh, <laughs> okay. I don't wrong. think it. I don't it think was that called was breakfast in Paris. Herbal tea. <laughs> okay. When we come back, we need to talk about uh, the Oscars and the antithesis of the Oscars. They're called the Razzies. Dawn's got the latest, but also we want to tell you about something fun. My talk is doing right here. On my talk 107. Here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. Your dental health is super duper important. I want you to have that beautiful smile uh, for as long as humanly possible. And the best way I know to do that is to take yourself to Dakota Dental. I make my appointments for my regular checkups. In fact, I just had mine last week. It was super duper easy. And while I was there, not only did I get my regular checkup, I got my cleaning. So my teeth feel all clean and fresh. I love every single experience I've had at Dakota Dental, but it was also a chance for me to check in with Dr. Baroon so she could see how my dental implant was coming along. You know, they actually had to implant something into my jaw. This process is crazy to me, but it's been so fascinating to be a part of, and I know at the end of it, I'm gonna have a tooth that's gonna last forever. I'm so super grateful for Dakota Dental, and you and your entire family will be too. It's a new year, so you've got new dental benefits. Put them to great use at a great dentist. DakotaDental.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. I can't tell you how. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. That's what you're listening to right now on My Talk 1071. We do all the entertainment, including the Razzies. Which happened today because they come out, all of their nominations come out the same day as the Oscar nominations. Yeah, so it's the best of times, the worst of times, and you've got all the latest on the worst. Yeah, that is right. Um, And so let me open that for you. I'm having a... Just mm, a technical small issue. Difficulties. It's, fine. it's fine. Do you want me to tell Here you about something fun? Oh, no. Okay, oh, never mind. Yeah. Tell me about something fun. Yeah. Well, I wanted to tell you about Valentine's for Seniors. Oh, that's right. Yes, Because yes. my talk is celebrating, you know, we're celebrating awards ceremonies today with the Oscars, and Don will tell us in mere moments about the razzadazzles. But we also want to celebrate our seniors this Valentine's Day. And last year, there was a request from Jason Alexis, you know, Don, because you were there, mm-hmm. uh, that created a blizzard of Valentines. Excuse me, Valentines. People get real animated when I say Valentines. <laughs> For our friend, uh, senior friend Liz, and many other seniors. So we're doing it again. And this time it's in, well, I, I should say again, it's in partnership with Friends and Co., formerly Little Brothers 
friends of the elderly, collecting and gathering those valentines. So they will help distribute them, and you can send your valentine right to one? That's right. You can send it to, just go to our website, mytalk1071.com, keyword valentines, and you will see where our our address is. You can send one to, you can get together with your, yeah, just your group of friends, your family. There's always great opportunities to show your kids that they should care about other people. Yeah. And this is a great one. Absolutely. You know? And you have until February 8th. So you've got what? That's just over like a week and a half. Two yes. Weeks? All right. It so. doesn't have to be some elaborate card or something. You know, no. you can make one. Make somebody's day. Make you can have Valentine's. an entire classroom, which we had that last year. Um, kids yeah. making, which those were the most. I mean, I cried my eyes out mm-hmm. for it at least a day and a half about these wonderful cards that people wrote to learn more head to my talk 1071.com as dawn said keyword valentine's now do you got your raise the dazzles? I do. oh my gosh so the razzie nominations uh by the way the winners are going to be announced on march 11th that's the night before the oscars just to bring people's you know if they were their ego down to size if they were feeling good about themselves <laughs> Oh, my gosh. So some of these I agree, I agree with and some of them I, I don't. Okay, well. Um, so the Razzie nominees, um, Blonde leads with eight Razzie nominations. I'm not surprised because I've heard very mixed things about Blonde. I from Actually, I will say most of what I've heard directly from human beings I know who've seen this said they did not like this movie. And do you know why? Did it because it felt gratuitous, gratuitous mm-hmm. misogynistic, too much. Right. And also some things that weren't true mixed in there. Yeah. Which when you're dealing with a real person that lived and breathed on this earth. Yeah. Who was like bought and sold so many times. And I mean, leave Marilyn alone. Okay. (laughs) Just can we stop with the Marilyn stories? We know all the things. Okay. We know all the things. Now, Anna DeArmas in particular was nominated for Best Actress and worst actress. So for the Razzie, she was on the Razzie list because she was also nominated for an actual Oscar. I believe so. Oh, wait a minute. She isn't on the worst actress list. I was going to say, all I see is Alicia Silverstone, Caius, Godelario, the King's Daughter, uh, Diane Keaton, Bryce Dallas Howard, and uh, Ryan Kira Armstrong. For Firestarter. Yeah, and I didn't see any of those movies. Um, so worst actor, Tom Hanks for Pinocchio. Ooh. He would have been providing the voice of Geppetto. Was he nominated for Elvis? Oh, the, uh, the Academy Award? Um, no. Okay. So he's not a best worst either. So he okay. isn't. Um, but worst picture Pinocchio. I don't agree with that. That mm. is so wrong. Oh, wow. That animated film by, um, Guillermo del Toro, which you can That's see not on this Disney movie, right? I think there was a wasn't there another movie? Oh, wasn't there another Pinocchio? There was movie? another Pinocchio. I'm thinking of the. Hold on, I could be wrong. So I could Tom be wrong. Hanks was in a live action Pinocchio. Oh, maybe this is Gear. Uh, why did okay. I think there was another one? Well, let's look into that. I'm going to look into important. that while you keep telling okay. us about the Reyes. Sure. Um, so we've got worst remake, ripoff, sequel, Blonde, uh, 365 Days, both of them, 365 Days, This Is Day, the next 365 Days, Pinocchio, Firestarter, Jurassic World, Dominion. Oh, that is the movie. So it okay. was, that was the one, Tom Hanks. 
Okay. The Guillermo. Uh, no, there's two different ones. Oh, there are. I swear yep. I. And is he in both? No, the first one, the Guillermo del Toro one was del Toro. Excuse me, was released December 9th. That was the one with Ron Perlman and Gregory Mann and Ewan McGregor. The one that he was up for was released on Disney, and that was September 8th. Because there's one that one's got Gordon Joseph, Joseph Levitt, Cynthia Erivo. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yep. Because I'm looking at the cast, the IMDb, and I'm like, wait, I'm confused. Oh my gosh. That that was the yeah. That's the Disney Plus one. Keegan Michael Key, Lorraine Bracco. Okay, so that's not the same one. Because that was yeah. Was that like a live action Pinocchio? This is live action, and it doesn't look like Tom Hanks is in this one. But he he plays the voice of Geppetto. In in the animated, no, he no. was he played Geppetto as a live action to a animated uh, Pinocchio. Okay, so there's another Pinocchio that happened. This is why we're so confused. In yeah, 2019, yeah. no, no, no. In 2019, there was another live action, correct, Pinocchio, <laughs> yes. which oh it God. looks super scary and hideous. But that's not the right. one we're talking. And it has no. Benici- It has Roberto Benini in it. Robert Zemeckis did the one that uh, Tom Hanks is being, uh, uh, I don't know. And that's the one that came out in September? or is That's the one that came out in September. Yeah. The other one is from Gil. Which Pinocchio is it? (laughs) Okay, so Geppetto was played by David Bradley in the one I'm talking, the voice of Geppetto. The one you liked. Yes. That one is fantastic. Okay. Okay. Now we've we've figured it out. It's not the one you liked, Tom. Okay. It's okay. I need to see that then. Well, no, you the, don't, the because apparently one. it's too, it's not worth your saying. What else did the Razzies okay, put on their do, list? Okay, let's do, okay, all the worst picture nominees were Blonde, Pinocchio, Good Morning with a U, The King's Daughter, and Morbius. Okay. Worst actor, Machine Gun Kelly and Good Morning not with a surprising. U. Pete Davidson, the vo- voice of Marmaduke. So he's getting his voice acting. Um, criticism over that. Tom Hanks in Pinocchio, Jared Leto in Morbius, Sylvester Sloan in Samaritan. Worst actress goes to, we just went through those. Uh, oh my I mean, gosh. most of these don't seem very surprising, right? Like Marmaduke? I, I, w- I guess I wouldn't have imagined that was a blockbuster film. I don't even remember Marmaduke. Do you know? Out. Okay, but you know who Marmaduke is. Oh, of course, is. the big okay. dog. Yeah. yeah. It's like Clifford the Big Red Dog's competition. Only not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like the, you know, Heathcliff and then what's the other cat cartoon? Oh, it's not Heathcliff. But anyway, yeah, it's kind of like the same thing. Garfield. Garfield. Thank you. All right. So a lot of these, um, good morning. That sounds like something I need to see because the worst supporting actor, there's also... Pete Davidson, he has a cameo in Good Morning, and he is nominated for Worst Supporting Actor, so they definitely don't like him. Oh, Tom Hanks and Elvis, Worst Supporting Actor. Mm-hmm. I kind of agree with this. Yeah, uh, tell me why. Well, I haven't he seen is, it. it. The story is told in the eyes of uh, Colonel Tom Parker, who Tom Hanks played. So Tom Hanks is on it twice this year. That's correct. Wow. And I did not really, it was very cartoony. It was, there was a lot of makeup to make him look like the guy, but it just sort of looked ridiculous. Well, it's Baz Luhrmann. It's kind yeah, of it was top, right? really, but his, he wasn't directed well. It was like, mm. the voice was like, I just always hear Tom Hanks doing a weird voice. Yeah. You know, it just, mm. 
didn't love it. I guess the movies we I don't want to see Blonde at all. I'm probably not going to see it, but it looks like I need to see how bad. I wouldn't mind seeing Morbius. I don't even know what that's, what's it's, that about. It's it's a you know comic movie comic character. Spider-Man villain. It's yeah. one of the Spider-Man oh, villains, but it's not okay. tied into the MCU as we know it. It's off on its, on own, its own little thing. So yeah. Interesting. it's got the Marvel tag, but it's not really part of the MCU. They but don't want to. There's some great people in that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Matt Smith, Jared Leto. Yeah. Jared Harris. Okay. All right. Oh, well, boy. So, uh, so we had the good, the uh, good news and the bad news. When are the actual Razzies? It's a, once again, it's the day before the Oscars to so bring everybody down to we'll size. find out who um, who really killed it. I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Being horrible this year. Yeah, Judd Apatow is a uh, worst director for um, The Bubble. I don't even know what that is. See, these are movies that did not have wide distribution because I never, I mean, you would think a Judd Apatow movie would have wide distribution, but so those are the people that didn't do well. And, you know, is it bad to, is it even relevant anymore to look at these? Because it's so subjective. Like people might've loved Tom Hanks and Elvis. And Geppetto. And as Geppetto. In the movie that it we didn't even know existed. It kind of was the existed. same one. The movie person. was so great. We didn't even, we had a hard, it took us five minutes between three highly educated. And we talk Connected about to the internet people who talk about entertainment 24-7. I forgot that one happened. Yeah, well, apparently so did everyone else. And now I, it, it's coming back to me that Alexis was terrified. Okay. Because she doesn't, you know. I don't like the Pinocchio story. I don't go anywhere near Pinocchio. But... The animated is so sweet. Like, I cried. Yeah, but I, it's weird. I just, I for some reason, I don't know. Oh, my gosh. He's so cute. When we come back, our good friend Mike is going to spin that game show roulette wheel. We're going to find out where it lands and what game show we're playing when we return right here on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Hi. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it's already this time of the show. We see that every day because we have so much fun. Thank you for joining us from noon to three mm-hmm. every day. Mike is going to play a game with us. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Yes, please. Once again, for Game Show Roulette, we give the wheel a spin and figure out what classic, maybe future, maybe current game show we will be playing. Oh, yeah. Where will it stop? Where will it stop? Wheel a spin. It's two days in a row the same thing. Name that tune. That That hasn't happened yet. What is it? What is it? Dog show. Oh, card charts. What is that noise? It sounded like a fart for a minute. Yeah, do it again. Oh, sorry. Here you go. (laughs) Sounds like my... Card farts. Batuski after a big old bowl of beans. (laughs) Batuski. It is indeed card sharks. So, again... Just change one letter and you have a whole new game. (laughs) Maybe we'll play that in the future game at some point. Card 
Um, we are going to play Card Sharks. You guys know the rules. We played this one before. I'm going to ask you a question. These are the high-low toss-up questions. Uh, one of you will go first. You tell me uh, your clo- your answer, and then the other person will go higher or lower. Whoever gets it gains control, and your objective is to complete the four cards that you oh, see here. So this beautiful right. board that this I have behind weird. me. God, he has actual one. props. Why is it weird? Because uh, I never remember how to play, but then I get the hang of it. Then you see it, and then you'll yeah. get the hang of it. It's going to get better. Yeah, yeah. You're okay. going to be just fine. So let's flip a coin as we always do. and or Actually, I'll just flip a card here. Uh, uh, go ahead and pick either a red card or a black card, Bradley. Black! It's a red card. Oh, it was, it was the eight of hearts. darn it all. So that means Don gets to go first for this first question. Okay. So all you have to do is tell me out of 100. Oh. Now, again, these questions were from the year 1981. Oh. <laughs> Great year. You need to tell me from the year 1981. First year I wore pants. <laughs> out of 100 men, how many would want to change their sex every five years? <laughs> what? You mean their you, sexual partner or they're like to a female? Change to a female. So like you, every five years of your life, you would go to the opposite sex. Oh, okay. And this I is a percentage of, pe- of guys who would admit that you're, in 1981? You're saying want, how many guys in 1981 said, yes, I would like to change my sex every five years. Oh, God. Change oh, my gender every five oh, years. God. Percentage? But yeah. 12%. Uh, you're going to say 12 out of 100 said they would like that. Okay. You know, just, uh, I don't know, but I'm just going to... I say higher low, right? You say higher or lower. I'm going to say higher. You're going to say it's higher than that. Is it higher than 19? 12. Or sorry, the 12. It is higher than 12 because it is 19. I just spoiled it. But oh, yes, you got it so right. One so in five. 19. Wow, yeah, that's one pretty five. high for 1981. Yeah. I just I have so many questions. We have no answers. <laughs> but we don't. we're having to play. The, I'm your, doing something with cards now. You are not. Bradley is because he gained control because he got that question right. Yeah, so you can just so mind your own. I'm going to flip this card there. and you have the option to say higher or lower on this card. Or because you have control, you can switch it. It's a nine. Uh, Would you like to play the nine or switch the nine? I I'd like now. to switch the nine. You're going to switch the nine. Okay, your nine has been switched. It is now an ace. That's the highest card possible. I think you might want to say lower. Lower, Bob! You're going to go lower. Is this next card lower than an ace? Of course it is. It's a Yay! three. Would you like to go higher or lower than the three? Ooh, higher! You're going to go higher than the three. It is a seven. Woo! Now, here's the thing. You can freeze here. And you won't lose uh, your progress, and you get to stay just one card away. I'm going to freeze, Bob. Okay. I'm going to freeze. Good, I'm gonna stay where I'm at. Okay. Stay. Now, again, if you I know gain... his name's Mike, by the way. So don't we send all, me We email. just call him Bob during the game. Because he's a host. If you gain control now, that means you can switch that card and potentially win the game on this next question. If Dawn gets this one right, she will then get to run her own Okay, so i got to keep her here. from getting it right. You do. So this card or this question now, Bradley, you've got to give the uh, the answer okay. to. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> out of, uh, from again, from 19. 1981. We asked 100 doctors, have you ever worked at a hospital that you'd be afraid to go to as a patient? How many doctors out of 100 said, yes, I've worked at a hospital that I would be afraid to go to as a patient? I'm going to say out of 100? Out of 100. 65. 65 say they have worked at a hospital that they'd be afraid to go to as a patient. Don, would you go higher or lower than 65. I will go lower because I think it's 54. All right. Well, <laughs> like how you're you so don't, specific. You don't well, need the specific came answer. Into my mind. Okay. And uh, 100 doctors, how many have worked in a hospital they'd be afraid to go to as a patient? Is it lower than 64? 
It is oh! lower. It was 32, actually. Oh, wow. only 32? So, only okay. 32. So, Don, it's your turn to okay. give a run of the cards. Your first one is a two. Ooh, I'm going to say the next one's higher, Bob. you want to stay with oh, that, I, too? Are you sure? You're going to go higher yeah. than a two, the lowest Could possible card? Don't you talk. It is higher. It's an eight. eight. This puts Ooh. you in a weird spot. You can freeze on that eight, or you can keep trying to go for go it. Go for it, Don! I'm going to freeze. You're going to oh, freeze. Crap. Okay. Which means whoever gets this next one right is uh, going to have a pretty nice opportunity to potentially win because they can change their card. Uh, it starts with Dawn here. Uh, we'll go with this one. Uh, 100 men over the age of 80 were asked, have you ever necked in the <laughs> back seat of a car? Over the age of 80? Yes. Out in of, 1981. Out of 100 men in the year 1981 who are over 80 years old, have you ever necked in the back seat of a car? They were probably born so, in the 1800s. Um, so when did cars come about? <laughs> about? Like in the 20s. Okay. Well, I mean, if they were doing any necking, you yeah. got to think it would have been like. I think it in also includes 20s. like horse and carriage, probably. No, don't you try to throw me off in the back seat of a car. It says in the back yeah. seat of a car. Um, I will say how many oh, out of one hundred. Yeah, you have to pick a number. Over the age of eighty. Um uh, <sighs> Need an answer. Sixty seven. Sixty seven, okay. Uh Bradley, sixty seven was the answer. Uh is it higher or lower, do you think, than sixty seven? Eighty year old men Bob oh. who have necked in the back seat of a car. Part of me wants to say higher, but part of me wants to say lower. We'll ask which part you'd like to go with. I'd like to go with my lower parts. You're going to go with your lower parts. All right. Let's see if you should have stuck with your lower parts or should you gone with your higher parts. Uh, is, and what did you say, by the way? 67. 67. Is it lower than 67? It yes! is lower than 67. Because they weren't dirty back in the day. They didn't but, do no yeah, necking. Yeah, you got to think of the women. And you got to also say who is actually going to admit that. Yeah. At I, that time. I didn't do none of that uh, business. Necking. 42 was actually the answer, which is oh. shockingly low to me. Yeah, I, 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 Honestly, I didn't know... Uh, it could have gone either way, I guess. All right, so Bradley, you pause here with your seven. Oof, you are question. one card away, mm. so you're going to want to change that seven, I would assume. I would assume. Yeah, you're going to change that, that like seven, to, yes. and your next card is a two. Oh, my goodness. This is anticlimactic. Wow. Yeah, I like you. Now, it could be a two. We've only it's true. seen one two. It's true, but I have no deck. choice. So you, yeah. I have to say higher. Please, you're going to say higher than a two. Higher, Bob. This is for the victory. It's a nine. Yes! Congratulations. I got it. Wow. Good for you. Don, if you would have got that one hater. right, if you would have got that one right, let's just play it out here. Yeah, you would have changed see how you would have you would have changed the card and this. it would have became a ten. Oh, I would higher, say lower than said lower than a ten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it is another ten. Oh you would have lost because of that. Wow. Oh, That's the worst. It's a I'm sorry. I'm glad that I won for you, Don, because then you didn't have to lose yourself. There you go. I lost for you. Oh, well, isn't that sweet? See, hand me I'm those, a giver. Hand me those wipes over there. Congratulations. So I can wipe this down for Julia. Oh, my God. Seriously, I, we're not even done with the show yet. I have to get... You can't do it until we're done. I No, I have to do it in advance. <laughs> what did she lose, Bob? Oh, that's right. Uh, you are, uh, unfortunately, not going to be our winner today. 
And gone, I wasn't which, yesterday either, so I'm behind now. Yeah, behind by a seven. couple. Yeah, it's going the other way. Here's what you won today, though. And a bottle of perfume with a supply of new Baby Fresh scented Desident Skin Care. The adult hand lotion that leaves Isn't the skin smelling like baby Desident. powder. is for, like, diaper rash? Skin care, I don't know. It's and a, a bottle of perfume. And Yeah, it's a little bit of I both. I like that. There okay. you go. It's a nice, lovely gift here for you. Congratulations. Don't wear that in the studio. Oh, perfume? Yeah. Oh, well, I like perfume. I thought I might start wearing it. Not in I don't the have studio. a bottle. Because we come in here and Steve else. is always wearing cologne. I have to beat him what? with his cologne game, I've decided. No, just please to make, don't. We don't need that competition. Winning. So if you want to lose tomorrow on purpose, then I won't wear... This is not how that works. That's chemical warfare nobody wants. Yeah, nobody wins with I could, that. I have a... Uh, do you I, want me to get a stink should. bomb? No, you're going to get fired mm. and then I won't have a partner. All right, well, just be careful what you wish for. Hey! When we come back, we will have magically transformed ourselves into one Lori and Julie. Today, I'm Lori. Julia! I'm Julia, and that's why I'm going to wipe this down, and I'm going to put the mouse on the other side because she likes to do a left-handed She's not listening right now. I don't care. I'm just doing it out of respect. We'll be right back. Bye. Bye. We still, we still have a little, have bit, of a little bit of time. You oh, we oh, my God. That's, we have a whole minute. I, I thought we were dancing. done. This is the card sharks uh, sounder <laughs> yeah, that you're hearing. I, I thought that was our play out oh, music. Like, bye. Oh, please go to MyTalk1071.com. Yes. Vote on the MyTalk Awards. MyTalk Awards, yes, for Team uh, Bradley, Bradley and, and Dawn. Dawn. We have the best answers anyway. And then also uh, put in keyword Valentine so you can figure out how to send Valentines to our seniors. Oh, yes. You got to make sure those Valentines are sent to us by February 8th. So get busy. Make a Valentines for the seniors. They will be so happy. You will make their Valentines. And uh, you can make our Valentine by tuning in and listening to us tomorrow from noon to three here on My Talk 1071. Are you done cleaning? Uh, yeah, I wish I had another wipe, but yeah. <sighs> we'll see you tomorrow. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.